Hi, this is Let's Talk About Sex Really. I'm Dr. Elisa Kriegel, and today is episode three. Let's talk about sexless relationships. Everyone's not doing it. So I am hoping with this episode to remove any shame you have around how much sex you're having. Sexless marriage, sexless relationships, what exactly does that mean? It sort of seems obvious. And in fact, a lot of researchers and articles that I've read define it as no sex, no sex for six months. Some define it as no sex for a year or even more. Um, There are some that also will talk about a sexless marriage defined as no more than 10 times, having sex no more than 10 times in a year. So that comes down to basically, right, once every, not quite once every month. Now, that could also be a couple that goes away on vacation once a year, has sex every day while they're away, maybe even twice, and then don't have sex again all year. So how we get to the 10, you know, anything's possible. But the idea here is really how often are you having sex and how often do you and your partner want to have sex? And I think that's really, it's that difference, right? Is this enough? Is is 10 times a year enough for you? Is a scheduled date night once every month or so, does that work? And we're really looking at, and I want you to really look at what works for you, what works for your partner, and what are you consciously in agreement about, right? So there are some couples that actually decide to be sexless. Neither of them enjoy sex or are very sexual or uncomfortable or maybe are affectionate in different ways, but the way that they define sex, a more sexual relationship, is not something that they both agree is working. But I'm saying that conscious agreement very carefully because I think a lot of what happens is we get into a rut or things change and we stop talking about it. And you make an unconscious agreement. And the unconscious agreement is basically, I won't talk about it if you won't, because it's really uncomfortable. And that's not okay. So if you are realizing that the amount of time you're having sex, and hey, it could be two, three times a week, but both you and your partner want more or one of you wants more, then that's really important to talk about. So what's clear to start is that if you are in a sexless or a low sex relationship, you are not alone. You are not this tiny minority. it is quite common. And so again, like getting rid of the shame about it is going to be 
what helps you take the steps to change it if that's something you want to change. Now, with regards to change, as a psychologist, I'm a big believer that if you want to change something, it helps to understand a little bit about what caused the issues um, and what you need to focus on to change it. Otherwise, you know, change is already something that can feel pretty overwhelming. And so with regards to not having sex frequently, there's so many possible causes for a decrease in your sex life with your partner that it's important for you to understand what got you here. So let's just look at a few of those. There's definitely physical reasons. Let's look at some of the physical reasons. Um, Some people can experience physical pain. Both men and women can have pain with sex. Um, There's also sometimes physical changes in the body caused by aging, by menopause. Um, With some women in menopause, you can actually have a lot of drying or vaginal atrophy, which can also cause physical pain. Um, There's also changes that can be, you know, due to hormones, Um, medication. There are many medications. If you are on any medication, take a look. I know there's those lists of like a million side effects when you're on a medication and we sort of stop looking. But with many medications, especially things like antidepressants, there is often a side effect of decreased sexual um, desire, decreased sexual feeling. So that can definitely change your experience of sex. Um, There are psychological or emotional factors that can affect you. So for many people that I've worked with, there's been traumas in their past. There's been, you know, some sort of sexual abuse or molestation, which can be very difficult to um, get through. And if you haven't worked on that specifically, it can definitely affect you and your in your sexual experiences. Even if something happened as a child, it can still affect you as an adult. Um, there are sort of just anxiety, what we talked about in the previous episode about the break, how our brain has that accelerator and the break. Well, you know, if you have increased anxiety or stress, it's going to make sex more difficult. Um, You know, I'm recording this right now during the pandemic. So there's a lot of people who are at home all the time. And you would think, hey, here's an opportunity to have more time with my partner. But most of the studies during this time have shown that sex has actually decreased for most people. Um, and, And look, 
I don't think that's just because of anxiety. I think living at home with your partner 24-7 and possibly your children, if you have children, then your children are home with you too. Um, Close quarters doesn't exactly make for, you know, easy time having sex. So you can see like there's just so many different causes and factors that can go into what happens with sex. Sometimes partners have a mismatch in their libido. One person wants more sex, one person doesn't want as much sex, and that can create resentments. Sometimes there's just unresolved issues between you and your partner, and oftentimes unresolved issues that may have nothing to do with sex, may have to do with I the one who always washes the dishes and my partner doesn't wash the dishes. And, you know, I, I spoke to someone recently who was really frustrated by something with their partner and said, you know, he wants more sex, but he's not doing the dishes or he's not helping with the, the children as much. And so I don't know if I should give him sex. Right. And I was like, wait, sex should be for both of you. It should be pleasurable. So don't make it transactional, like enjoy it and then talk about the dishes and how you need help with other things. But that's the other part is, right? Sometimes sex isn't about pleasure. Sometimes sex is about all these different things. It's about feeling like you have obligation or feeling like you're supposed to do something, you know, and I think this is where our training and our miseducation about sex comes in is that we have not been raised to believe that sex is about mutual pleasure. That's it. Bottom line, both people having pleasure giving each other pleasure, allowing yourself to experience pleasure. And sex has become, because we haven't had that as a basis, sex has become about so many other things. And because of that, the other thing that I see happen when couples have a decrease in sex is that for any of these above reasons, things aren't working and sex doesn't feel good, then sex doesn't feel worth having. I've had a lot of clients say to me, you know, it's just not worth the effort, right? So if it's not feeling worth the effort, then there's talking that has to happen way before, right? And if if you are not someone who's been comfortable talking about sex, then of course it makes sense you're going to get into a situation where when things aren't feeling okay, it eventually kind of sex just eventually decreases and goes away. So that's a lot. That's a lot of causes. And I don't even think I've hit all of them, right? Insecurities, uh, worry about how you look, about how things smell, about anything. I've, I've kind of heard so many reasons from people, 
But here's the thing. If you want to start making changes, and this goes for even if you are not in a low sex relationship, but you know, you're, you're having frequent sex. Maybe you just want to try something different or you just want it to be better or right. Then this is all still appropriate for you to be thinking about is what are the different factors that affect you in your sex life? If it is something physical, if it is something medication related, then before you even talk to a partner, talk to your doctor, right? Talk to a medical professional, talk to someone that can help you see if there's a resolution for the physical issues, and then you can share that with your partner. If it is a psychological or emotional issue that's underlying, then by all means, talk to a therapist, talk to a sex therapist, talk to a friend if that feels comfortable for you. But, you know, the first step to improving your sex life, to making the changes doesn't always have to be talking to your partner who you haven't talked to about this in ages. It just has to be about sharing this and talking to someone. I want you to just start thinking about like, where are you with this? If you've been in a low sex or no sex relationship, what are the reasons? What might be the reasons for you that got you there? What might be the reasons for your partner? Can you address it with them? I know that might feel like a lot. We are just at the beginning I am going to come back to some of these underlying issues because each one of them can kind of be a topic in and of themselves. And I'm also going to spend future episodes focusing in on, okay, I keep talking about this talking thing, but it's not so easy. And I know it's not so easy. So we're going to talk about how do you start talking when you haven't? talked about it? How do you start taking these tiny, tiny steps to make change happen? And here's the hopeful part. Change can happen. And I'm not just saying that because I am in the business of change as a psychologist, but I am also speaking from personal experience because I spent 25 plus years of a marriage not talking about sex. And I am now in a place in my life where I am not just talking about sex openly and honestly to you, but I have gone through the changes myself to go from a sexless marriage to a very full and vibrant sex life. So I know from experience that yes, it can be daunting and frightening and challenging, and it is freeing and rewarding and very, very possible. So thank you. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for listening. Please share this with anyone who you think 
could benefit from this, who would like to listen, who would like to start talking. And check out my Instagram, let's talk about sex underscore really. I will be posting articles and information and leave comments about the episode. If you have comments or questions, I would love to hear it. I will address it in future episodes. Thank you so much. Cool if you don't